Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock. Special guest on the program today, Dean Rush, talking about developing a courageous heart. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Well, good morning and good afternoon, Uh, Mike. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and we're so happy to be here. And we have an exciting program planned for you today. I am Evelyn Davison. And this is Kathy Enderbrock. With Love Talk, broadcasting from the studios of KTXW in Austin, Texas, worldwide, Miss Kathy. Uh, we're so excited about that. I tell you, everything that's been made possible through the web, through smartphones, it's amazing. God's Word is going out everywhere. Well, we are going to be talking today about being courageous and yes. having courage. And, you know, that's what encouragement is in The word E-N means to enter in or to inside. You know, it has a double meaning, Mm -hmm. whether you're talking about uh, Greek or whatever. Uh, It means to enter into an area of courage. And we have a gentleman today that we are going to, we just love. And we're so excited (laughs) about him. Uh, But, you know, when we think about our lives, Kathy, we know that prayer makes a difference every moment of every day. And we're in this thing of praying and praising across Texas. 
And um, it is exciting for us to see some of the things that have been going on and that are going on in the state of Texas. And we've had a few weeks of you and I being involved at the Capitol and doing some great things. The Faith and Family Conference yesterday was brilliant. I thought that was such a wonderful thing. And um, or earlier on this week. And lots of neat things coming down during this next legislative session. And, you know, Evelyn, I love that we're talking about prayer today in the sense of courage. And and like you said, you know, God puts courage in. He encourages Mm -hmm. us. It's the enemy who takes courage out. So if any of our listeners today are feeling discouraged, um, I would just really encourage you to um, turn towards the Lord so that he can put some of that courage right back into you. Well, that's what the gentleman uh has done and is still doing today. Because when we are called, Kathy, to be uh, soldiers of Christ, ambassadors for Christ, it does take courage to live in a society much like we live in today. Mm -hmm. But we have a history in America of the ups and downs of battles. And probably today we'll mention a little bit about Hezekiah and what he did for Jerusalem when, you know, they were under siege. Uh, But the one thing, the two things we know about prayer is it is work. Yes. It does does not happen until we make the initiative to do that. And it takes praise and prayer asking to really get in the center of what God's doing, and that's what we want to do. And the other thing is that that becomes our worship. You know, when we talk to the God of the universe, that is worship. That's when we... We put ourselves in a place where he can encourage us, and all of this takes courage. You know, that's true, Evelyn. I mean, God really does call us to these two key things in Mm -hmm. life, worship and work. And I I love the way that that you have put it, that worship takes praise and prayer, Uh and work takes prayer and action. (laughs) And, And through both of these, all of this is done with courage. And uh, it takes strength to stand sometimes. And, you know, when we feel really weak, what we can do is we can run to the Lord. Mm. And and, uh, he tells us that in our weakness, he is strong. So we are never without the strength that we need to stand. Well, tell us about who our our guest is today. We are so excited about this. You know, talking about a courageous heart, it always makes me think, of course, about a warrior. And you had had mentioned Hezekiah, a, a king. Um, in the Old Testament, a king of God's people and uh, the courage that it took for him to run to the Lord. And, and our guest today is a gentleman with a very courageous heart. He's author of this incredible book. I've been just thoroughly enjoying uh, the read. It's called Flying Free, Life After Crisis. And I would almost say it's life through crisis, Absolutely. making opportunity out of crisis. And uh, his name is Dean Rush, and he has spent a career in aviation with an 11-year stint in the Air Force as a pilot, test pilot, special forces, operations pilot during the Vietnam War. I hope he's going to be sharing some stories with us about that. He's the recipient of a Silver Star, two Distinguished Flying Crosses, and 10 Air Medals for Valor. And now after he left the Air Force, he co-founded Emerald Airlines and, you know, kind of headed that up as president and eventually became one of the first regional, this of Emerald Airlines, they ended up selling it and it became one of the first regional feeders for FedEx and Pan American Airways. Wow. So he knows how to grow something from 
from something very small, which takes a lot of courage as well. And now over the years, he's served as president of uh, General Aviation Division of American Airlines, Signature Flight Support, Fairchild Dornier Aircraft Company. He holds a master's. This is an educated guy, not just a hard worker, an educated guy. He has a master's degree in public administration, business administration, and another master's degree in religious studies. And he has now in his, I suppose you would call it retirement years, I'm not sure he's ever retired, but he serves on staff in ministry for the last 15 years and is married to a beautiful woman, Vicki, for the last 46 years of his life. And I know he counts every minute of that as a great blessing. They have two children, four grandchildren. And we know him also as father of our dear friend, Pastor Ryan Rush. Welcome, Dean. It's so great to have you on Love Talk today. Well, thank you for having me and um, look forward to the discussion. God's blessed us uh, to be able to come to this point, and I'm thankful for the opportunity to talk about it. Well, we've got a lot to talk about, Dean. Uh, you are going to be our main speaker for the Texas uh, Freedom uh, dinner and auction that we're having here on March 7th, which is coming right up, and we are excited about that. And uh, we uh, we are so thrilled that you would take time today to let us pick your heart and talk to you about some things. Um, are you a Texan, or did you are you one of those people that got here as fast as you could? I, I suppose I did get here as fast as I could. Uh, actually, I grew up on a uh, a farm up in Indiana, and then. Uh, when I went to college and, and later to uh, some other uh, graduate schools, I, I uh, ended the Air Force, and the Air Force really is what brought us to, uh, to Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're living in Katy. Um, how are you doing and your family doing in this new transition? We're, uh, we're doing well, Evelyn, and uh, we loved Austin and our friends and people there, and I enjoyed serving at, at a church there. Not the church where my son was pastoring because um, it was just a church that needed an executive pastor, and I could use some of my business skills mm-hmm. there. And um, as you may or may not know, our son moved here. He accepted a call to a church in Katy and was sure that God had called us too. We didn't hear that <laughs> conference call, but in the end, we know now that God wanted us here, and we're able to help. Uh, take care of their daughter, and, and it's been a blessed time making new friends and being able to do some ministry here. Well, how's Lily, uh, Little Bird doing these days? <laughs> She's doing well. She is, uh, and for those in the listening audience, our granddaughter, our youngest granddaughter, has uh, uh, a problem called Jacobson Syndrome. It's mm-hmm. the deletion of the 11th Q chromosome, and uh, a lot of autistic tendency and uh, some cognitive skills. She doesn't speak uh, verbally, but uh, we, especially my wife, uh, Vicki, speaks to her with love. And uh, we're just able to help Ryan and Lana, our son and daughter-in-law, and uh, it's it's been a real blessing, and I thank God led us to this point. So we have the time, we have the resources, and uh, we love being with her. Well, I can imagine. I, we love Ryan, um, Lana, so much, and and uh, just uh, uh, grieved when the Lord moved them. But we know that uh, 
King's Lynn is better today because Ryan Rush is there, and we're praying for you guys and the ministry that uh, the Lord has laid before you. And, you know, it takes courage to make those kind of moves, uh, Dean. Well, it's, um, I think sometimes we, we find it easier to remain uh, status quo. But um, Vicki and I have found throughout our lives that when we're sort of directed to a point, as long as we listen to the Lord, um, some tremendous opportunities open up. And uh, that's what God has done here. And they were open in Austin. We enjoyed our time there for sure. But um, we find an opportunity here to do some things that we haven't done in some time mm-hmm. and ministries that uh, we can we can help with. Well, one of the ministries of prayer that is uh, one of the ministries that we have, and I know that so close to your heart is prayer. You're going to be our speaker uh, for the Texas Freedom Dinner uh, and auction coming up pretty quickly, and we just want to give people today an opportunity to get to know your heart and know what courage uh, God has given you to make these changes like you're making today. So, we, you know, in this book that I've been reading that you wrote, Flying Free, you are very open about uh, the challenges that the Lord has presented for you and, and some of the crisis that you've uh, had to go through. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to start off talking about your life as, as a teenager. I mean, you've had quite a career, but you open the book. Uh, talking about your life as as a teenager and even making a first test flight when you were 17 on your own, you were soloing and uh, going to uh, meet with your instructor so he could actually license you, and you began daydreaming while you were on this solo flight. And all and of you're a, a daydreamer. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and your engine started sputtering and turned off, and you looked down and you realized you didn't recognize any of your surroundings and you were lost. So tell us a little bit about um, your life as a teenager, your love for flying, and maybe as a young person, how God really first spoke to your heart about your life. Um, well, it's, it's uh, an interesting time because, again, um, and I found this throughout my life, and most people have, I think, we are preparing ourselves for a goal that God gives us. And I had no idea. Uh, There was a a man uh, who had been in World War II that worked for a lady that uh, farms behind our little farm. And he had a little J3 Cub, little yellow airplane, and after he did his chores in the evening, he would go out and fly. And I was, I believe, um, 11 or 12 at Mm. that time. And um, I watched this airplane, and as it would glide down over our barn, I could uh, I realized there was someone in that airplane, and I thought, wow, that would just be that'd be a source of freedom to be able to uh, get in an airplane and do that. But I didn't know anything about airplanes. Well, one night, um, my brother and I were in the barn doing some chores. It sounds rather naive, but it was true. And uh, we heard this little airplane putt putting behind us, and we ran outside, and there was uh, this fellow, Kirk Morrow, and his airplane, his engine was running, and he said, do you boys want to go for a ride? And we hopped in. It was a two-person airplane. He was in the front seat. We were young and small, and he strapped us into that back seat together. <laughs> we took off, and we flew around the area, and before we got back on the ground, I said, uh, Mr. Morrow, could you teach me to do this? And he said, um, I will. Um, but you have to earn it. 
So I began uh, in the aviation business washing his airplane. When I washed his airplane, especially the bottom of the airplane, uh, I started at the bottom because uh, that airplane landed and took off in a pasture field with cattle. It wasn't always clean, but when I washed his airplane, he'd give me a flying lesson, and um, that's how I learned to fly. And it was uh, a godsend because I was able to use aviation throughout my life. But that's how I began, and um, still love to fly. I don't fly right now because medical issue, but the, the bottom line is, again, God prepares us, and I had no idea at the time how that would be used in my life as a future vocation. Well, let, let's uh, let's talk about that when we come back, Dean. We do need to take a break and hear from some of our speakers, uh, some of our speakers, some of our sponsors. And when we come back, I want to talk about how God spoke to you as a result of that young experience at 11 years of age. Right after this. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120, Today's Christian Talk. 
And this is Kathy Enderbrock. Welcome back to Love Talk on KTXW 1120 AM, The Bridge. We are talking today with our friend Dean Rush, author of Flying Free and upcoming speaker at the National Day of Prayer Freedom Dinner this March the 7th. Dean, is great getting to know you a bit in the, in our, our first segment. And there's something I, w- I want to talk to you about. I know that Evelyn... Uh, left us with the question about how God spoke to you and spoke to your heart about your life at this young age, 11, 12 years old, when you had that very first flight in that um, Cub aircraft. I'd like to um, not only touch on that, but touch on the story that you share when you were um, in a plane um, doing your uh, solo, getting ready to go get licensed, and you were daydreaming a bit, and then all of a sudden, you your engine started sputtering, your engine turned off, you looked down, you didn't know where you were, and um, you really set this as a crisis situation, and you pulled individuals in um, into your story, as you do so beautifully, and you said, you know, if you've had a, a loss, a crisis, maybe loss of a job, loss of a, a family member, loss of a, of a marriage, uh, don't, when you find yourself in a crisis situation, you, you need to focus on, on a few things. You say, don't waste time worrying. That is not going to help you. Do not panic, but instead analyze the situation. Um, and that problem solving doesn't have to be difficult, but analyze the situation instead of worrying about the situation and then begin to take action. So can you, uh, you know, sometimes there's a lot of us, I, I imagine I have felt times in my life when, you know, you lost an engine in this aircraft and, and lots of us may experience loss of one sort or another. And uh, you look around and you're disoriented. You don't actually know where you are and you think that you're going to crash land and that your life is going to be a horrible mess. And that wasn't the outcome. Can you talk to me through that and the lessons that you learned there? Certainly. Um, I have to, I must go to uh, another step in this because it sounds as if the airplane quit. And quite frankly, um, well, to, to elaborate a bit, Kathy, I was, uh, on my check ride, uh, when you obtain a license, you first solo and you build so many hours in cross country and uh, going to other airports and that sort of thing, and then they schedule a check ride. Well, uh, in this small town in Indiana, we didn't have a check pilot, so I had to fly to another airport, and my instructor knew um, the FAA certified um, check pilot. And he called and said, uh, this young guy's on his way, and I took off in my little airplane, and I'm headed down there. And after a certain amount of time, you're supposed to change uh, fuel tanks from the right wing to the left wing. And um, I began thinking on the way down there about what I was doing and, and the fact that I was about to be a certified pilot, and I was just elated, and I was all, frankly, thinking of myself. And... Uh, sort of patting myself on the back, I lost track of time. Um, I began to realize when the engine began to sputter that something was wrong, and I thought I was going to, I just didn't know what was going to happen. And then I realized, uh, number one, I'd overflown the field, and secondly, (laughs) that uh, I was supposed to change fuel tanks (laughs) because that one had gone empty. So I changed fuel tanks. uh, The engine caught again. 
then I oriented myself to uh, my position at that time, turned around, went back to the field, landed, tried to be really casual when I taxied up to the uh, ramp there. And my instructor, the Czech pilot, walked out, and I didn't know exactly what to say to him, thinking I would just uh, act as if maybe I had uh, casually taken too much time to arrive there. And he looked at me and he said, "Um, you're a little late, son. And I said, yes, I've I've sort of enjoyed flying down here. And he said, well, when you passed over the field the first time, I knew you were lost. So I learned very quickly you can't hide from the truth. And secondly... um, it was a it was a uh, moment of understanding that I had to take matters into my own hands a bit and be thinking ahead. And in life, that's quite the we have that same experience. Uh, we're going to experience challenges, but there's uh, there's an element. When I was in the Air Force um, and learning to fly jets, they had a three rule action plan for entering an emergency. And uh, I think in life we find emergencies quite often that we don't expect. But if you inadvertently encounter an emergency in uh, a jet, the first rule they gave us was maintain control. And if we maintain control, we restabilize ourselves a bit. In life, if we have an emergency, we also must maintain control. We can go to the Lord and say, I'm seeking wisdom. Uh, We have friends and other folks who we can confide in, and um, many people are afraid to do that, but it's very important. The second rule is to analyze the situation and take proper action. Um, If we're in a position where we encounter an emergency, we have to first maintain control, then we have to determine why we're there. And there are ways of correcting that. We can, again, pray for wisdom. We can go to the Bible. There are story after story throughout the Bible of people that have gone into situations they didn't turn out the way they wanted, and finally they turn to God. And when they do that, uh, he will give answers. Sometimes they're not the answers we want, but uh, they have a way of building toward a good end. And then the last rule for an emergency is quite obvious. It's to land as soon as practical. <laughs> uh, land on the spot, huh? <laughs> that's right. Get get down to a safe place. So we look at the problem, we solve the problem, and then we get out of the mess. <laughs> uh, it's, it applies to life, too, and I think the Bible talks about it a lot. How did you learn to do that, Dean, uh, as a young man? Uh, how did you come to know the Lord had a special plan for your life? Um, I was... Uh, as many young men, I, I thought about what I wanted to do in life. And um, as I began to realize, I wasn't in control of my life. And frankly, when I was uh, a young teenager, I was the oldest of four four boys, and I was 16, I believe. I was 16, in high school, thinking like high school students think. Um, family had just purchased a small farm. We were all excited about that. And... Uh, I was away visiting um, some folks one night, and a friend came in and said, Dean, um, your father's passed away. Well, he was 43 uh, years old at the time, and much too young to have that happen. It was a terrible surprise for our family. And um, it was through that that I began to realize I couldn't do things on my own. 
and I had to rely on another father. And then I discovered the Heavenly Father uh, could help me through just about any situation. And you mentioned courage before. I, I, like a lot of people, don't have as much courage as I need at times. But my grandfather, who sort of took over as my father during that period of my life, talked to me before I went to Vietnam. I had not been to combat, uh, didn't know what it was going to be like, had gone through training for two different types of airplanes. Uh, so I was, I was newly married, had, uh, had some questions, went to my grandfather's house and sat down, and he said, are you afraid? And I looked at him. I could never lie to my grandfather, and I said, yes, I, I guess I am. And as he normally did, he walked in the house, came back out with his Bible open, and he said, I want you to memorize this verse and use it the rest of your life. He didn't say just in combat, but he said the rest of your life. And the, the verse that I've held on to all these years is Deuteronomy 31.6. And to paraphrase, it says, be strong and courageous, mm. not be afraid, even in the face of your enemy, for the Lord your God is with you. And he's, it doesn't say he's with you only in the good times. It says he's with you. Mm. And as you develop your life and your ideology, if you can remember, he will give you courage. And we're going to face challenges, but his courage is much stronger than our individual life courage. And uh, I believe it's true. It is so true, Dean. And, you know, it takes uh, the evidence of that in men's life, in career, in family, uh, the way that um, you've lived out your life. And when we come back, uh, we need to take a break. I want to talk about how the Lord led you to write this book and what you, what are some of the results that you've seen uh, from uh, writing it and helping others learn to fry free right after this. Stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. 
George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Engebrock here at The Bridge, 1120, today's Christian Talk. And thank you for listening in today. It's so great to be with you. This is Kathy Enderbrock on Love Talk in studio with the beautiful Miss Evelyn Davison and our very special guest, author of Flying Free and speaker at the upcoming National Day of Prayer Freedom Dinner this March the 7th, author Dean Rush. Dean, it's great to have you back with us for this third segment. Um, Evelyn took us out asking you, why did you write this book? It is fantastic and brilliant and talking through so many of the challenges in crisis that the Lord has brought you through. And most of us, we just kind of get through those crises and we think, okay, done. But most of us don't write a book and you wrote a book. Tell us about that. Well, uh, thank you, Kathy. I honestly didn't intend to write a book. Um, God has given us some challenges in life. He gives everyone challenges. And uh, personally, uh, Vicki and I had found that through prayer, uh, we usually found answers. We always found answers. But sometimes, as I said before, they're not answers we wanted. Uh, I certainly didn't live a perfect life, and that's not what I'm trying to describe in the book. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, when I was instructing in the Air Force, um, met a lot of fine young people who went on to serve very well, and I, I was very proud of them. There was a young man by the name of David Eberly. Um, he was also from Indiana, so we, we had a bond there. Uh, he had just gotten married, just as Vicki and I had before we went through pilot training. And um, as we got to know one another, just thought the world of this young guy. He was a second lieutenant. Uh, fast forward to the... Uh, First Iran War and uh, excuse me, Iraqi War, and um, as we all watched TV, uh, we saw the news of pilots being shot down in that war, and they were um, interned by Saddam Hussein and his sons, uh, principally Uday Hussein, who was the uh, head of intelligence, and they named these folks. And one of them was named David Everly. And I was thinking, and it was Colonel David Everly. Well, um, I thought this must be the father of one of the students that I had. And uh, he was from Indiana, so it had to be a relative of some kind. And he was a colonel. Uh, to make a long story short, when they released the POWs, they had the ranking POW come off the airplane first, and it was our David Everly. He was now a colonel. Nineteen years had passed. And uh, Vicki and I sat with tears in our eyes as we saw him uh, begin to speak. And he talked about how God had brought him back to freedom. And I tell that story because uh, we reunited with David. Uh, friendship stayed alive, still does. 
and he would email me uh, throughout the next couple of years and say, uh, when you had cancer, how did you handle that? When you had business problems, how did you handle those things? And I would email him back and um, just telling him kind of how we got through it and sometimes the Bible verses that we'd use. And so it wasn't a preachy thing. It was just talking back and forth through emails. Well, um, a couple of years later, he called me and said, uh, why haven't you answered uh, the phone from this particular guy, and uh, I said, uh, Brian Author, uh, Brian Ost, and uh, I said, well, I get a lot of calls, David, and I don't know this fellow, so I just haven't called him back, and I said, who is he? How do you know him? And he, David wrote a book that was fantastic uh, about his time in prison and how God had worked through him, mm. and his book is called Faith Beyond Belief. And it's been touted on NBC, CBS, uh, Fox. It, it's a really, really good book. And uh, as we talked, he said, that guy is the president of the company, Randy Lane Publishers, that published my book. And he wants to talk to you about oh. doing a book. And I said, well, David, how would he know anything about it? And he said, well, all those questions I've been asking you for the last two years, <laughs> I've been sending the answers to him. And... Um, that's how it came about to uh, have me write a book. I, I'm thankful uh, because I've been able to meet a lot of great people, and um, prayfully it, it's helping some other folks get through crisis. You know, that is what um, life is about, uh, Dean. That's why uh, the Lord doesn't just give us uh, the red road to sunshine, uh, because when we meet the challenges of life, and we trust the Lord Jesus. We pray, we worship, and we continue to work and not hide out in prayer closets. Then people look at us, or they listen to us, and they come to know the reality of God's love for their own life. And you do that so beautifully in this book. And we're so excited about you coming to be here with us in Austin uh, on, on Saturday night, March the 7th. As Kathy said, it is our our fundraiser to uh, uh, help uh, with the National Day of Prayer main events, Camp Mavery event. Uh, we feed everybody over there on usually on Wednesday before NDP, and then with our friends up in Fort uh, Hood who come down for the governor's breakfast. We never know what the thread of courage uh, where it will wind up and. And tie someone's heart to the Lord Jesus when we walk forth in a manner of, of just believing and trusting him. And I know that uh, you know a lot about how God resolves problems and emergencies. And let's talk about that a little bit. What is it that God gives to us and gave to you to help you get something? Not necessarily when you're playing, when you <laughs> forgot to switch your... your uh, gas tanks, but in the hard places uh, with just living life every day. What is it that has helped you uh, the most, uh, Dean, to face this and to move forward in a way that people can see that you you do love God? Well, um, it's a great question, Evelyn. I think we all face that question. Sometimes we try to ignore it. Uh, but the idea of going through challenging times is um, is actually not a bad thing in all cases. Um, sometimes we think we go through them because we've sinned or our parents have sinned, but uh, that's really not the case because, um, you know, John 9 
uh, I think verses 1 through 3 in the Bible talks about the man who was blind from birth, and people used to, the people of that time said, oh, it's because of sin of he or his parents. Um, but Jesus said, neither the man nor his parents have sinned. Um, but this has happened so the work of God might be displayed in his life. Mm-hmm. And we, as um, believers, as people that are going through life, must understand that those things sometimes that we go through are preparing us for something later. And um, as I talked about that verse that my grandfather asked me to memorize, I can't tell you how many times I used that verse, not only in Vietnam, but as I was going through various challenges in business, um, I found that I could gain strength from that. And I think we have to latch on to something as a people that allows us to, uh, to go forward. And we can't ignore the fact that uh, God wants us to proceed forward. Um, if I might, I'll tell you a quick story again about in the Air Force. I had, a, had an instructor. Um, as we were learning to fly jets uh, at high altitude, it's a different environment at 35,000 feet. And uh, he said, if you're flying along in the soup, in clouds, you can't see ahead of you. Um, you don't know what's coming. And you enter a thunderstorm. Uh, the turbulence, the environment, the updrafts, downdrafts, really beating you up in the cockpit. Your first reaction is going to be try to go back to the perfect air that you were in when you were gliding along in those clouds. But that's exactly the wrong thing to do because it's going to cause you, while you turn, to remain in the turbulence, the environment of that thunderstorm, much longer. Conversely, if you accept the fact that it's a challenge, but you fly straight ahead through that thunderstorm, the air on the other side is not only calm, but it's refreshing. Mm. And I think that's what God has for us sometimes. We have to go through the thunderstorm, fly straight ahead, accept the challenge, and understand that there's clear air on the other side. You know, that is a a value of life that cannot be bought, uh, Dean. It's a value that people uh, in the times we are living right now really need to come to know, understand, and appropriate for their own life. Because uh, just recently, Kathy and I were at the Capitol for the Texas Valuing Family Texas Values Conference, which is for faith and family. And we heard for the first time, I heard, and I'm almost 84 years old, the major, major leaders of the great state of Texas now are all Bible-believing, living Christians. Mm -hmm. And the example that we set uh, before others is it doesn't come out of the peaceful times of our life. It comes when we are challenged. And what what are some of the things that God has spoken to your heart in that regard? Dave? What is it that He tells you first of all to do when when you when you meet a challenge? I think uh, it goes back to possibly those uh, three rules that I mentioned earlier. God provides. Um, an ability to restabilize our life. Um, in reading my resume, or as you spoke it earlier, people might think, you know, this guy has it all together. Quite honestly, I do not. I went through some times, um, both physically and mentally and business, 
as everyone does. But I found in each case, if I could just bring myself to slow down and ask God for wisdom uh, to rethink why I'd gotten there, most of the time it was my fault. Uh, certainly wasn't with the, the cancer, but some of the other things were my fault. And uh, we all make decisions that we have to pay for later at times inadvertently. But uh, if we can listen to what God has said to us and follow his rules, uh, he will get us through no matter what the consequence. Well, that is so true. And we know that that does take work. But work comes after we worship the Lord and put, our, put ourselves in the position to hear him and to follow him. We need to take our break, Dean. Come, when we come back, I want us to talk about how important worship is and how important it is to live out that plan that God has for each one of us as we come to know him better and to serve him in a way that people can look at us and see how great God is right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com 
You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbrock here at The Bridge, 1120, today's Christian Talk. And welcome back. This is Kathy Enderbrock in studio with Evelyn Davison and our very special guest, author Dean Rush, author of Flying Free, Life After Crisis, and upcoming speaker at the National Day of Freedom dinner, March the 7th. And Evelyn, you know, I know individuals after getting to know Dean a bit during this program are going to want to come to the Freedom Dinner, not only to enjoy a super fun, silent and live auction, but to just to get to meet Dean and and hear a bit more um, his message and his life story. How do we go about getting tickets for the Freedom Dinner? They can go to our website, which is www.ndp, National Daily Prayer, ndpaustin.org. And there's a place up there that says shop. They can also buy a copy of our book, uh, Kathy, yours. That's right. (laughs) Uh, And mine and uh, eight other or nine others uh, called Praying and Praising Across Texas. And it talks about in that book some of the crisis that we're going through right now. And, you know, during a crisis time, it does take courage. And that's what we're talking to Dean about today. And, well, Dean, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We we know that um, life does take, uh, uh, it takes work. And uh, uh, we... We are a work in process. You've said that. You know, you never stop growing and you never stop sinning. Well, I should say I never stop growing and I never stop sinning. (laughs) Because I was thinking even this morning about that. Uh, You know, as good as you want to be sometimes, it's just so hard to be um, all that the Lord wants you to be. So let's talk about how important worship is in in a part of our life. Worship, um, Ellen, I'd need to say, too, that uh, when you say um, you're humble, um, humbling yourself in those words, because I think you're one of the foremost leaders we have in not only in the uh, the work of Christianity, but you're not afraid to voice your opinion on a lot of very healthy issues when, in our society. And uh, I appreciate that. So I wanted to throw that in. Well, thank you. <laughs> so the audience can hear it because uh, it's very true and uh, you would never say it for yourself. Well, as far as uh, the importance of worship, I think worship is, um, it's not only refreshing, but it's a time to truly meet the Lord. Uh, we're always told to pray. Um, David said, Jesus, um, Concerning prayer, Jesus arose before anyone and went to a solitary point to pray and praise God, and God was his Father. We're asked to do the same thing, and in worship, we're allowed um, to have people actually encourage us. We can hear more about the Word of God. We can sing praises to God, as, as he says in the Bible we're to do. And uh, for me, worship has been a time of solitary inspiration. Mm. I feel like, uh, in fact, I have a good friend, I won't mention his name, a very successful man, and his wife every year um, was given the opportunity to do or go wherever she wanted for her birthday. And uh, they would usually travel to Europe or take a cruise or something that was just wonderful. And uh, as it might be expected, uh, 
But she attended church every day. He didn't have time. He was always in business, thinking of things he had to do. And uh, this one Easter, uh, her birthday is usually right after Easter, uh, he asked the question, where would you like to go this summer? What would you like to do? I'll give you a month of my time. Let's go wherever you want. And she said, I don't want a month. Um, I want the gift of having you go to church with me. Wow. Church. And uh, as he attended church, Uh, He became very upset with her because he was certain, and this is a large church. It's a southeastern church in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, he was really upset with her because he thought she had rubbed him into this church service so that that pastor could speak directly to him. (laughs) And it was a setup. (laughs) After the service, the pastor came down and said, it's nice to meet you. He knew Happy, and he came down and said, it's nice to meet you. And uh, my friend stood up and said, um, how often does my wife speak to you? How did you set this up? And, uh, of course, the pastor looked at him quizzically, and uh, my friend said, you know, if God put this here, I'd better listen. Yeah. Mm. And I think worship would be that way for all of us. We can go and we can listen and humble ourselves before him to understand that He's in charge of our lives, no matter whether it's business, uh, family. Uh, and there, there are only two things that I think people advise young people's groups to invest in, and uh, they're all having to do with worship. But those two things that will pay dividends later uh, are not shiny or new. Uh, those things wear out. But the things that pay dividends are faith and family. And mm-hmm. if you involve those elements of your life in worship, Really good things happen. Oh, that's wonderful. That is wonderful, Dean. Well, you know, it is work. You have to get ready. Uh, I can remember growing up, uh, not in a Christian family, but when Van and I uh, started dating, we dated three years before we got married, uh, my life changed because uh, Saturday was the day to get ready for worship. And in those days, I saw it as, as a fill-up, you know, going to the station, get my tank filled. <laughs> But now, you know, and as you grow in the Lord uh, and you meet the challenges of every day and you face those with courage, then it does take going uh, to him to get the strength. And, and that's what that scripture is that, that you quoted other earlier. Be strong, the Lord says. Be strong in the Lord, for he is our strength. Well, we really want to thank you for joining us today, Dean. Uh, as, as we close, what is it that we can pray for for you at this time? Um, I appreciate that uh, very much. Right now, I think my major prayer personally is that uh, God will continue to use me and you and all of us that uh, can be of service in a way that will reach others. Yeah, I others. think right now is a very critical time in the history of our country. Well, it is. And it's uh, exceptional that we have the ability to speak freely and to understand that God is in charge of our lives. So I just pray for wisdom and how we handle this. I think this is a great opportunity for Christians to let people know by example. Well, thank you. Thank you, uh, for, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you uh, just in a few days uh, uh, here in Austin at the Texas Freedom Dinner and Auction uh, at the Quarries, which is Hyde Park's high school. And if you uh, in our audience today are interested in attending, you can get tickets or make your reservations 
at uh, ndpaustin.org. Thank you again, uh, Dean. Dean, thank you so much for writing this amazing book, and and thank you for um, bringing it uh, Saturday, March 7th, so that um, anyone who wants can pick that up. Just um, And thank you for being so honest and forthright and sharing so openly, being such an incredible witness, not only in your words and in your person, but having the courage to put that down in a book to share and impact the lives of so many. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. Well, you know, Kathy, uh, it is with men like Dean Rush that give us the courage yes. looking forth. I know for young people especially, but it takes uh, something to be a Dean Rush. Take something to be a Kathy Enderbrock, and that is this. You have to know the Lord Jesus personally, mm. have a personal relationship with him. And the way that we would suggest you do that, first of all, is an ABC. A is that you acknowledge that you're lost. Now, you may be like Dean was in that airplane. You may know where the ground is, but you're not there yet. So if you know who you are, know who Christ is. Come to believe him. And, and the second thing is to believe that he loves you and has a plan for your life. And the, and the C of that is to confess with your heart that you need him and that you love him and you want to serve him. And ask him to come in and live his life in you. We thank you for joining us this week for Love Talk. And as we, uh, as we go out uh, today, uh, Kathy, tell, uh, tell our friends how they can get in touch with us. Absolutely. You can always um, come and see us at lovetalknetwork.com, and you can get archives of any of our past shows. Um, you can see uh, what's going on in the area at ndpaustin.org, or you can always call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. I'd like to love you, leave you with these beautiful words that Dean had quoted us from Deuteronomy 31.6. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Um, but be strong and courageous, knowing that the Lord is always with you. He will never leave you and never forsake you. Friends, we look forward to uh, joining with you again next week. Thank you for joining us on Love Talk.